Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, our continuing series on LISC. We welcome everyone back from their holiday weekend and long weekend, and we hope everyone had a safe and happy one. And we come back to the dark subject of the Long Island serial killing and the non-investigation that's been going on and an investigation that was stopped over a decade ago by the likes of County Executive Steve Ballone and Police Chief Jimmy Burke. His hand-picked, Ballone's hand-picked police chief with a long, terrible record that was ignored by Steve Ballone. Now, we asked in the first of this new series, our se- this is our second LISC series, and this is a new one. We asked right away, we said, okay, why? Let's just ask the question, why? Why did they get rid of the FBI? That's Ballone and Burke. Why did they ask the FBI? Why did they kick the FBI out of the investigation? And we speculated a little. Maybe a major reason why is now known in our own LI News Radio colleague, my colleague Jay Oliver, had a guest on recently named Margaret Besson. She is a nurse, and she sounded credible and completely uh, on point. And I'll give it to you in short, and it's shocking. So if you're driving, be careful. When I hear, when you hear what, what I tell you, but it's right on, and I've backed it up. I've checked with our sources, our federal sources. And again, look, by no means uh, uh, is the U.S. attorney going to uh, give out information, active U.S. attorney or active FBI. They're very, very good. They're, uh, they're much better, obviously, than, than our DA, local DA here, Tim Sinney, who is uh, here to protect uh, Steve Ballone, not the people, but Steve Ballone and Bobby Strickoff, the best friend growing up and current best friend of our county executive. So those three guys, uh, you know, obviously are, are no friends to anyone who is trying to solve LISC. But here's what Besson said. She told Oliver and others, and, you know, I, I imagine in the next couple of weeks this will catch on around the country. I know Fox has interviewed her and, and uh, WPIX and uh, a group of others and some major players in the media. And I, I just have a feeling that you'll be one of the first to hear it if you're listening to this and if you listen to Jay Oliver's show. But this is shocking, to say the least. Margaret Besson stated on the record that she was contacted by the U.S. Attorney's Office and that she was called in to speak to them four separate occasions, on four separate occasions, for over two hours each time. And 75%, and this is the part that is just shocking, 75% of the questions asked of her, now please hear me right, 
75% of the questions that were asked by this woman who was called in by the U.S. Attorney's Office four separate times were about County Executive Steve Ballone and his best friend Bobby Strickoff in regards, according to Besson, the Gilgo and Oak Beach killings and also the killings of prostitutes in Atlantic City. Let me repeat. Allow me to repeat myself. This is unbelievable. If you're hearing me say, ow, it's because I'm pinching myself. This is unbelievable. But what Ms. Besson said to Jay Oliver, in no uncertain terms, basically is that she was called in to the U.S. Attorney's Office. They called her, and she was questioned about the Gilgo and Oak Beach killings, along with Atlantic City killings. And the focus of the questions, 75% of the questions, please know that you're not mishearing this. 75% of the questions were about Suffolk County County Executive Steve Ballone and Robert Strickoff, his best friend growing up. What? What? It's unbelievable. Now, again, we don't know what those questions were. She also stated in in different places now, it's starting to come out, and I imagine in two weeks we'll be hearing about this all over the country within two weeks, maybe sooner. What? What? And I'll reiterate. The U.S. Attorney's Office, Eastern District, not the Iowa State uh, Police, which would be a big deal too, right? And this is this is the U.S. Attorney's Office, a U.S. Attorney's Office, not the mall cops, the guys that drive around on the segways. They didn't call in Margaret Besson. Not you know the village of. Padawa, cops, not public safety, not some, I don't know, not the Cub Scouts. The U.S. Attorney's Office called a woman in four separate occasions and asked her over two hours worth of questions or they had, I should say, they had two hours worth of dialogue each of those four times. I believe two different teams, and that's coming afterwards. I, I don't know if Jay had covered that, but two different teams of the U.S. Attorney's Office asked this woman, this nurse from Northport, 75% of the questions were about County Executive Steve Ballone and his best friend growing up, Bobby Strickoff. I repeat, what? What? If you've been listening to me all along, I said in the first show, if you could ask one question, 
and only one question. Ask why. Ask why. Right? Why will answer a lot of questions. Somebody told me that once, and it's, it's true. Ask why. So the one thing we know for sure, see, we don't know that these guys killed anybody or had anything to do with killing uh, sex workers, prostitutes, call girls, or, you know, whatever. I don't want to make light of this. I mean, there's 10 to 16 people dead. And their families are out there wondering why. Why? What I've been asking, if, if you noticed, I, I've been asking why the cover-up. Because I don't know. I don't know who killed these people. I'm not saying these two guys killed anybody. But I know who covered it up. Two for sure. I mean, it's without question. They covered it up as Steve Ballone and his hand-picked police chief, uh, police chief, Jimmy Burke. They covered it up. They kicked the FBI out. That's a fact. Jerry Hart was the head of the FBI. She told Erin Moriarty, who will be on this show. She's a multi-award winning journalist. She is very, very careful about what she puts out. By the way, much more careful than I am, right? I, I'm free-flowing, and I'm trying to get dialogue going. And, and I'm not just throwing things out there. I'm checking them out. But Erin Moriarty from CBS, 48 Hours, had Jerry Hart on, and I think three separate occasions, she said, yeah, you know, we were asked to leave by, uh, by you know, Burke, who's appointed by, you know, I'm adding this, uh, Steve Ballone. What? I mean, that alone is like, what? But now maybe we know why. I'll tell you something else that I found out afterwards. Because somebody might say, well, what did they do about it? How is, are they still investigating these guys? Here's something, and I don't think anybody has this yet. But someone, at the time, it was the Spoda administration, under the Ballone administration, of course, that went to the U.S. Attorney's Office and said, we are investigating Steve Ballone. Now I'm hearing this from the Fed side. We're investigating Steve Ballone and Bobby Strickoff on Gilgo and Oak Beach. And, you know, we'd like to continue without interference. So the U.S. Attorney's Office ultimately left. I mean, there's no such thing as federal murder. I mean, it's local murder. It's the DA's office. Someone from the Fed side who's retired said to me the words, and it's an older gentleman. <laughs> I feel he's listening to the show, and I'm calling him an older. He's older than me. I'm 54, and he's older than me. And he said, we were alley-ooped. I never heard the term before, but alley-ooped. And, and I didn't, you know, he's saying other interesting things. And I didn't want to focus on the, on the term, but I imagine that means the DA's office jumped over and got it. And I know there was some concern from the Fed side. Are you going after these guys? Well, they need not worry because the guy that asked them, and maybe I'll reveal that sometime down the, down the road, or maybe he will, or maybe somebody else. A guest from the federal government would. 
he was a top protege of Jimmy Burke. Little did they know that Jimmy Burke, Steve Malone were very close, and certainly Jimmy Burke and Bobby Strickoff were very, very close. Bobby told me that a little over a year ago, how close he was to Jimmy. I liked Jimmy, too, you know, when I knew him. Very charming guy, Jimmy, very bright guy. So they grabbed it, the Spoda TA's office grabbed it. And, of course, we, as we know, they've done nothing with the investigation. Not that Spoda had any love for these people, whatever, but the people that were running his office. And Spoda, if you don't know, is on his, uh, you know, is on his way to prison, and he's going to be sentenced in September. And uh, he's obviously not going to talk to us now, and maybe ever. I'm sure he's not thrilled with what we're doing. I'm sure none of them are. But the Jimmy Burke people in the DA's office were never going to convict or, or prosecute Ballone and Strickoff. Why would they? Jimmy did what he did and was never removed as police chief. He was never disciplined as police chief. Think about it. Read back. Just Google it. They mutually agreed that Jimmy Burke would leave. They mutually agreed. Amazing. You know You know what Steve did instead? He attacked Spoda. But he only attacked Spoda when Spoda couldn't say anything back. It was smart. It was smart politics. It was cowardly politics, obviously, but, you know, he's trying to get reelected and he's trying to keep himself in office and keep himself out of hot water. So you might turn around and say, well, White House courageous because they can indict him. No, they weren't going to indict him because Jimmy Burke's people were running the Spoda show. So now they called the, the Spoda uh, office a crime machine and, and all this and a crime family, all this. Well, guess what? The new administration... The hand-picked DA of Steve Ballone, Tim Sinney, who's running for re-election this year. I don't know how close he's going to stand to Steve Ballone when all of this comes out. That's his guy. That's his mentor. He's a 39-year-old guy, and he looks up to the 51-year-old Steve Ballone who made him. Said it. Said it on election. He only thanked Steve Ballone. The only guy he thanked. Steve Ballone, I owe it all to him. You think Tim Sinney? Is, is going to ever prosecute Steve Ballone and Bobby Strickoff, his best friend, growing up? I don't think so. I don't think so. So, the Ballone-Strickoff team gets out of the U.S. Attorney's investigation from what I, allegedly, allegedly, from what I understand and I heard from very good sources, And the Spoda folks take over, and of course they weren't going to do anything. And then Tim Sinney comes in. Does anybody, raise your hand out there if you think Tim Sinney, the current DA, is going to do anything against Steve Ballone, the guy that, I mean, come on. It's ridiculous. We almost can't even expect him to do it. That's why he's got to step away from this thing. Because Ballone's all over it. Strickoff's all over it. And again, I'm not saying... I'm not saying that they murdered anyone. I'm not saying they didn't, but I'm not saying they did. But does anybody with half half a brain 
that has any sense? Do they think Tim Sinney is going to arrest Steve Ballone? No way. There's no way. There's just no possible way. Over any reason whatsoever. And again, I'm not saying that he should arrest Steve Ballone. I'm asking, do you think that Tim Sinney can arrest Steve Ballone? The guy who made him. Uh, the answer is no, of course it is. So Steve Ballone and Jimmy Burke got away with covering up a serial killing, guys. A serial killing. And Steve Ballone is not going to get prosecuted by the guy he made, Tim Sinney. So where does it... I, I, again, with the Margaret Besson revelation... What? What? Let me repeat it for those who didn't hear it and listen to Jay Oliver's interview with her. I think she's right on. I think she's, you know, I, I think she's sane. I think she's uh, sensible. But here's, and, and by the way, I've got it backed up from every side. Retired people. So nobody on the job currently is, is, is telling me, but retired people say she is credible and she's right on what she said what Besson said is that she was called by the US Attorney's Office she was questioned on four different occasions she has the dates and whatever two hours plus on each of those sessions and 75% of the conversation had to do with our county executive, Suffolk County executive, Steve Malone, and Bobby Strickoff, his childhood friend, grew up on Mossy Street together, North Babylon, and the conversation was about the murders of sex workers, of prostitutes that perished in Atlantic City, Gilgo and Oak Beach. I'll repeat. What? W- what? I, I, you've got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. Now, several years ago, Bobby Strickoff was caught allegedly Allegedly, allegedly writing hot checks and bad checks or whatever when he was the town of Babylon chairman of the Democratic Party. The DA came in at the time it was Tom Spoda. I don't think he had a choice. I don't think he was happy about it because his guys are all close to Strickoff. But they ultimately came in because it was such... I mean, it's pages and pages of checks, like buying personal computers and buying this. I think it's $200,000 that he allegedly stole, but maybe red-handedly uh, he was caught. He was caught red-handed, uh, allegedly, allegedly. And the Spoda DA's office came in and they took the computers and everything else from the Babylon town democratic committee 
by all accounts, Bobby Strickoff was in the parking lot when this happened, and he crumbled to the ground in tears. Not long after that, Steve Ballone approached different people, friends, begging them to make it stop. And he appeared to people in tears, not, you know, tears in their eyes, breaking down, collapsing tears because of the fear of what would happen. Now, everything that I've read, everything that I saw, everything that I could read to you, and I'll gladly do it next week, the charges that were going against Strickoff, which, of course, went to a Burke heavy DA's office. <laughs> Nothing's going to happen there. They had to go through the charade of, of doing this and grabbing the computers and breaking Bobby's heart and nothing happened, of course. And then it went up to, it's it just, it went around. I'll explain it one day. But here's what I'd like to end with. And again, Jay Oliver's interview was, I believe, the first of many that you'll hear from all over the country with this nurse from Northport, Margaret Besson, about four separate interviews she had with the U.S. Attorney's Office about murders in Gilgo and Oak Beach and Atlantic City of prostitutes. 75% of the questions and the conversation, according to Besson, were about our county executive here in Suffolk County, Steve Ballone, and his childhood best friend, Bobby Strickoff. My advice to Tim Sinney, who is in an election year, and what I think, and he's not listening to me, I'd love to have him on the show. I'd love to have all three of them on the show separately or together or whatever and explain some of this to us. But do you know what I think Tim Sinney should do if he wants to solve Gilgo and he wants to solve Lisk? Arrest Strickoff. Tim Sinney, arrest Bobby Strickoff right now on the charges that the Spoder administration started out with. It's supposed to be clear-cut. Theft, embezzlement, misappropriation of funds. Tim Sinney, arrest Bobby Strickoff right now. You want to solve Lisk? Arrest him on those charges. On the theft, they're dead on from what we hear. First of all, you'll show independence. You'll show that you're not being controlled by Ballone, who wouldn't want his best friend arrested by you. Tim Sinney, arrest Bobby Strickoff right now. You'll solve Lisk. You know why? And I'll keep it clean, but he'll urinate himself. He'll fold. He'll collapse. And then when you have him in that position, say, Bobby, Mr. Strickoff, what do you know about Gilgo? What do you know about the Oak Beach murders? Something tells me. Something tells me. You'll get a lot of answers. You throw 10 years at him, 20 years at that guy. On the other charges, 10 years. Let's say 10 years on the theft. 200 grand larceny. Allegedly, guys. Allegedly. What he did. 
but I'll read them next week. Tim Sinney arrests Bobby Strickoff right now. You want to solve Gilgo? You want to solve the Long Island serial killing? You say, Bobby Strickoff, what do you know? We're going to throw the key. We're going to throw away the key. We're going to throw the book at you. You're going to jail. Tell us right now who killed those girls. I'm not saying Bobby did it, but if you want the answers to that, arrest Bobby Strickoff. Get him on the charges of grand larceny or whatever, embezzlement, theft. It's supposed to be $200,000 or $250,000 worth of misappropriation of funds, Babylon Town Democratic Committee. Get him on that. By the way, I heard allegedly, allegedly, allegedly that when the statute of limitations that they thought were coming up, Ballone and Strickoff had a big party to celebrate him getting past those charges. Well, Tim Sinney, you want my advice? And I know you haven't asked for it. You want to make us all proud? Arrest Bobby Strickoff. Arrest him on the charges that he was facing back then. You will solve Lisk. I guarantee you. He will flow like a river. Frank McKay here, signing off just for a moment. We'll be back after this with more from our Lisk series. We'll be back right after this.